is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, doctors, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the Healthcare Wrap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists, where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door, where truth drops like an atom bomb and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week, we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. All right. Hey, all you folks out there in the posse, how are you doing? i uh, got a great guest today. Can't wait to welcome him to the program. It's Brian Mack, who is a Hims 19 social media ambassador. He's the manager of marketing communications for Great Lakes Health Connect. Brian, welcome. How are you doing? Hey, Jared. I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we've known each other for a couple of years uh, through a couple of different means. And uh, it's great to, to see folks like you out there on Twitter. And it's even better, I got to say, uh, it's nice when I can say this. It's even better to meet you in person and put a name to a face and see uh, just what a, what a fun person you are to hang out with uh, at a conference or wherever it happens to be. So glad to have you on the program. Let's give listeners a little bit more about you and kind of where you are now and how you got there and you know all that stuff. And then we're going to get into a little bit about branding with health IT and healthcare and and uh, man, we're going to have a little bit of fun over the next little little uh, you know next few minutes. I'm looking forward to it. So just by way of background. I have, um, I've been in health IT for about six years. My, I'm a professional marketing strategist and have been my entire career. Prior to health IT, I was worked on the direct care side of the business. The majority of that experience was in uh, long-term and post-acute care. Basically, the entire segment of the continuum that is focused on seniors and, and uh, delivering quality of life to seniors. And then made a transition about six years ago into health IT and started, I was with a startup that was doing disease state management application development for a few years, again, uh, also in marketing and communications, and then moved into health information exchange about four years ago. And I've been here with Great Lakes Health Connect since then. So it's been a little bit of a different exposure, different uh, phases of exposure in healthcare, but all told in healthcare now for, for going, on, uh, going on 20 years. You've got some insights. You've seen how a lot of things have changed over that time, especially coming from direct care, like you said. So sure. I'm really interested in just that. I think that's always helped kind of fuel your perspective and help people see things instead of getting stuck in a rut. Uh, that's one thing I've always enjoyed about engaging with you on social media. So, you know, tell us a little bit more about Great Lakes Health Connect and, you know, kind of uh, what your role is there and, and what they're all about. Sure. So Great Lakes Health Connect is the, we are the premier provider of health information exchange services here in the state of Michigan. So we work with about 129 hospitals. There's, there's a total of about 131 in the state of Michigan, we work with 129 of those. And then north of 4,000 primary specialty allied and ancillary care service providers across the spectrum. So everything that you can think of from 
doctor's offices, specialty offices, those kinds of things, but also delivering health information to food banks, for example, those kinds of additional services to uh, behavioral health care providers, to basically everything that you can think of. Anybody who needs access at the point of care to physician information has the opportunity to engage with us. And uh, we're a relatively small team. It's about 45 folks. I manage marketing and communications for the organization, and we are a team of two. So I have a colleague who shares much of that responsibility. But everything that you would imagine falls under the purview of marketing and communications kind of drops into our lap at some time or another. So social media management is a big part of that. Content uh, development and distribution, internal communications, we have a, a whole variety of different content kinds of things that we're developing, uh, website management, any points of contact between Great Lakes Health Connect and our participants, our clients, as well as the community at large. And then to our conversation today, managing the brand. So positioning Great Lakes Health Connect as a thought leader in health information exchange nationally and supporting that position. So a lot of those things you just mentioned from websites to social media and to marketing and branding, they all have to do with with brand experiences. And that's actually what's going to be the topic of our rap battle today. So let's get into that. Rap Battle! Rap Battle is where we challenge the way things have been done in the past. We challenge the status quo and we ask, are there better ways to do things? And I think what's going to be really unique about hearing what you think about branding and health IT today, because that's what we're going to talk about. Any assumptions that have been holding back uh, health IT when it comes to branding and brand experience, I think what's really unique about that is is the thought of how different it is from, from a primary care setting or a direct care setting where you can point to something and say, like, this is the thing we're doing. And, and what we're just describing a lot, a lot of things in health IT, it's information, it's data. It's not something tangible that you pull off the shelf that you, you know, you go to the store and you, know, you, you purchase that or you go online and you purchase it. The services themselves tend to be more complex. And so the, the sell, the value proposition tends to be more complex. And so just knowing that, I'm curious how that fuels what's going on when it comes to, to branding and, and brand experience in health IT. So Brian, I'm, I'm really curious, you know, what, what do you think is the current state of branding and brand experience today in health IT? I think that to your point, Jared, I think that it's, it's you're absolutely right that the that positioning, uh, much of what we do is in business to business, right? That we, my, our clients are healthcare providers. We're not doing a lot of business to consumers, although from state to state, there are health information exchange organizations that do that. It depends on the regulatory environment. The common denominator though, whether you're working on the care delivery side directly, or whether you're working in a business to business environment, the bottom line, is that it's about patients and it's about patient care and it's about that human connection. And so that's something that we try to emphasize from a branding perspective here at GLHC and I think is a good standard sort of foundational principle that healthcare technology is not the end in and of itself. In healthcare, everything is about supporting the patients. And so we, as service providers, if we are not doing something that is serving those who are taking care of patients, then we need to seriously rethink what we're about. And that's sort of fundamental. When you start to talk about differentiation in terms of competitive differentiation, 
for health IT service organizations, I really feel like soft skills are where the differentiation happens. So it's really important to practice solid fundamentals, right? You have to have solid design, logo, colors, fonts. You need to be consistent across all of your varied faces. You need to demonstrate the value to your customers every day. All of that stuff is really, really important. But at the end of the day, differentiation, I believe, happens in the soft skills. It's about building relationships. It's about understanding that healthcare is a fundamentally human experience and the technology is there to enhance that fundamental human experience. So that's sort of where I come from, from philosophically and where I hope that I help drive that strategy here for us as an organization, kind of where I feel where our, the business needs to be as well. Health information technology, we had mentioned we're like, we're coming up on HIMSS next week. It's the, the largest annual global conference of health information technology professionals, 45,000 people and 1,200 technology organizations represented. And of those 1,200, there might be a dozen or so brand names that you would recognize right off the top of your head. So if you're not a Cerner or an Epic or an Optum, then what do you do? And the point that I make is that is that the way that you drive differentiation is by building solid relationships and practicing really highly tuned soft skills. It's interesting that you go that way because I think soft skills don't just happen in person either. I think they happen more increasingly over digital channels as well. I mean, I think about something as simple as like a, like a tweet chat where you and I have been on dozens of these over the years. Absolutely. And like the way we interface and engage on a tweet chat can be considered a soft skill in my opinion. I mean, you can bowl people over and kind of like just kind of take over every conversation or you can be retweeting and replying to what other people are saying. I mean, is, is that kind of where you're going with soft skills? Is it all, you know, in-person things or, or how can we kind of take that into account in our day-to-day efforts? I completely agree with you. And I think social media has really been a game changer, right? So that my persona as an individual has really become an extension of the brand that I represent, especially in something like a a Twitter chat where we're talking about health information technology issues. And so even if I'm in that Twitter chat using my own Twitter account as opposed to our corporate Twitter account, I'm still an extension of that brand. And I agree with you. I don't think it's just about about in-person, although about the the face-to-face is certainly an integral component it's about all those fundamentals that I mentioned a, a minute ago. So you, the voice and imagery that you use reflecting your brand needs to also reflect the values of that organization and needs to also express a fundamental understanding that we're all in this together, that if your customers are healthcare providers and you're a healthcare information technology organization, then everything about your brand needs to communicate you're there to make their lives easier, to make them more capable of taking care of their patients. And that is cross-medium, whether it's print, whether it's broadcast, whether it's social media, or whether it's uh, person-to-person interaction. So can I put you on the spot here then? Because I'm, I'm thinking about like, like LinkedIn interactions, for instance. What are some soft skills that are good? You know, are you, do you see examples of people that just like really uh, screw up the, uh, how they interact on, on LinkedIn and, and might not even realize it? I guess that's where my mind is going in terms of soft skills because it, 
it really can make make or break something. I mean, we have great opportunities on things like that on, on social media. I mean, Twitter is another good example. I don't know. I guess I, I've seen a lot lately with LinkedIn where people are just falling flat and they, they might not even realize it. Right. Yeah. The sort of the common denominator that I recognize, I think when, when people are missing cues, this LinkedIn is a perfect example, but it happens in person, happens all the time in different venues is when you assume that you're supposed to lead with the sales pitch, right? And so relationships are not based on what this person in front of you can do for you. Relationships are based on this kind of reciprocal, uh, you know, reciprocal interaction that, you know, you appreciate what value you have to bring and you get to know people and you're genuine and you engage, find out what they're interested in. And I think LinkedIn is, that's a perfect example is that the, the differences are pretty dramatic, right? That I can't tell you how many uh, connection requests I get on LinkedIn on a, you know, daily, weekly basis that are really about people who have figured out who I am. And so now they want to come try to sell me stuff. <laughs> and those are folks who are probably, it's very transparent for the most part. And so those are folks who are probably not going to have me engage them in a connection. But you cannot, but there are also lots and lots of terrific examples of people using LinkedIn to help inform and to help educate and to help enrich the communities that you that we move within. And those are folks that I'm automatically drawn to. So, and that's across the board, right? It happens in person. It, can, it happens in a whole variety of uh, ways. I agree. Maybe it's, it's kind of the same set of skills of how we approach things digitally. I'm starting to think more that it doesn't really matter what channel it is, you know, whether it is in person or over the phone or an email or social media, whatever our interactions are with other people, if we can actually step back and see how it's coming across, I think we might change our interactions a little bit. And th- those are some good examples you just gave in terms of how, what a difference it can make when we are looking at things that way. Like you said, if, if you're assuming that you're going to, that you should be leading with the sales pitch, how many people on the street are you going to really convert and that's probably not even the right way to say it. How many people are you even going to engage to start off with? And just because there are new targeted ways to reach people doesn't mean they want to listen to you. Uh, they probably want to listen to you less because they're getting more, more of these pitches on a regular basis. Like you said, how many connection requests you're getting, for instance. So I think it's, it's really interesting how much that's starting to kind of mirror the soft skills that have been talked about for decades or maybe even centuries about uh, exactly. Yeah. How, how to win. I mean, what's well, the, you know, the Dale Carnegie whole school of thought of you know, how to win friends and influence people. Right. I mean, I read that book. I mean, I can't even tell you probably 20 years ago <laughs> and I don't remember it off the top of my head that, that well, I just remember thinking, yeah, this stuff seems like it's pretty obvious, but right. to a lot of people who, you know, we just, and, and myself included who don't think about these things on a day-to-day basis. And now we're seeing the same things in social media. So I'm guessing like you're saying, uh, I think one other point, that, that was really interesting that you just brought up was the difference between you've got your personal Twitter account and then you've got the company's Twitter account and you manage both in one way or another. So any tips there in terms of, I mean, cause what, what I'm hearing is that when people know you and they associate you with Great Lakes Health Connect, you know, if they have a bad experience with one or the other, they might still associate it with a brand experience. So right. any, any tips for, for managing that? I mean, is that, how do you do that in terms of managing your own, 
I guess that's your personal brand, your own experience with people and the brand experience. It is definitely challenging. And I know that my, I was, I was sort of an early adopter in social media channels. I've been on Facebook and you know, Twitter for years and years and years and LinkedIn probably even longer than that. And I know that there are a lot of people who try very hard to compartmentalize. And to a certain degree, I have tried to do that. Sometimes it's just sort of the way that stuff happens. So for example, my personal Twitter account is largely populated with sort of the national health IT community and marketing community and those kinds of people. And so a lot of the engagements in my personal Twitter account are focused that way. Now, I also I have interest in other subjects. And sometimes I, and so I follow certain journalists or I follow certain thought leaders in other areas, but I'm a little bit more reticent to be actively engaged in those conversations because I don't necessarily want those two things to overlap very much. I think you really need to give that some serious thought that for me, GLHC's brand and my personal brand are very closely intertwined, especially on Twitter. And so I, I try to be very careful about making sure that, I'm, that I stay in the lanes. Now, that said, if you follow me on Facebook, my Facebook persona is significantly more loose. <laughs> and so, you know, we just, had, we, uh, we just had a Super Bowl, go Patriots. I'm originally from Massachusetts. I'm a hardcore Patriots fan. And if you watch my Facebook feed, that is up very apparent. And everybody outside of the state of Massachusetts or maybe out of New England are not going to be Patriots fans. And so if I were beating that drum on Twitter, there's potential that that could have a, a negative impact on GLHC's brand because those two things are, are, are intertwined so closely. So it really is a judgment call. I gave up years ago trying to put up firewalls between my social media channels. There's a lot of overlap. So there, you and I are Facebook friends. We probably do most of our engagement in Twitter. But oh, those things overlap for me back and forth all over the place now. There's, there are not exclusive channels for different individuals. And I think it's really sort of a judgment call. It's so interesting that you mentioned Dale Carnegie because I... I was jotting some notes before we sat down and one of the notes that I jotted about, about that sort of basic fundamentals and soft skills was, you know, Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. And that's, and just what you just said was that, gosh, it seems so obvious, but those are really basic fundamental things that people forget. And those same basic fundamental things that Dale Carnegie was talking about, which was uh, in his context was really talking about one-on-one -on -one in person interaction those things do translate in terms of representing a brand, whether you're doing that online or whether you're doing that in print or whatever the medium happens to be. I'm a healthcare marketing leader. You see, I've got so many systems going on, you think I won the lottery. But our materials come from so many sources. When we try to innovate, it only forces me to shake my head. Instead, it's what I dread. It's like I said, I'm always fixing legal and brand and AP, y'all. Come on, can I consolidate? Is there a partner for me? Express Docs takes a load off your shoulders by creating a hub for all your marketing materials that's easy for your clinic managers, service line admins, and others to use. Just imagine a single workflow 
where all your direct mail postcards, rat cards, posters, business cards, flyers, brochures, patient handbooks, promotional products, and apparel are all in one spot. Well, that's Express Docs. Order today and have it tomorrow for most items. Visit bit.ly slash healthcare wrap three. That's bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number three today. Download a case study or request a demo to learn more and receive a free healthcare wrap stainless steel tumbler. That's right. Go to bit.ly slash healthcare wrap three for more about Express Docs. Tell your whole crew. Well, interesting that our minds are just thinking that much and aligned these days. So, and I don't think it's necessarily because we're Facebook friends either, because, you know, we, granted, you know, it'd take almost uh, 20 minutes to mention the Patriots, but, you know, <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good. You know, like it's, I actually knew it was, I, I knew if I had like actually mentioned it in our show prep, you know, that it would come up uh, <laughs> the other. So I'm like, by not mentioning it, I'm like, it's still going to come up. Hey, you know, they had a great season. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's. <laughs> Ellis, like, like the, the Cardinals have the number one pick in the draft. So, you know, so that, <laughs> I managed to weave it in there somehow, right? <laughs> exactly. And we can still be friends, you know, like it has no bearing there at all. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what's kind of the, the way to maybe we kind of tie a couple of these things together and kind of wrap up the, the rap battle in my mind is to go this, this way, because again, I, I wonder if, you know, if Dale Carnegie was still alive and he wrote that book and it was about like how to win friends and influence people on social media, <laughs> he might just have to, end every sentence with, yeah, on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram. And the principles for the most part, I have a feeling would still be the same because you have things like, it's this whole concept of social equity, right? Right. So, and we, we all have those friends who, and Facebook is probably where it happens more often, but we all have those friends who are excited to be a realtor or, you know, just some profession where their livelihood depends on personal referrals and, and people knowing what they do and referring them for their business. But then we also all have friends who, who do that and that's all they post about. You exactly. know, hey, if you're looking for somebody, you know, if here's the house we're selling or whatever, I shouldn't pick on realtors themselves. That's just one that came to mind. But like we all have our friends who, who use up that social equity because they haven't given into a relationship on social media. They haven't provided anything. They haven't supported anyone or said, Hey man, sorry to hear you're, you're not feeling well today. You know, like it's, it's not hard to do. And yet we, we have a hard time doing it sometimes if we're not conscious of how it's coming off on social media. And I feel it's the same way for brands. There's no reason a brand can't show empathy and be human. And I think traditionally we haven't thought that way of brands, but that's to me, that's one of the, uh, one of the powers of social media is being able to to humanize a brand, and that's one way we do it. So, just having having that consciousness of how our brands come across, and realizing that that's that's what at the end of the day, customers are people. So people want to hear what's going on. They want to be treated like a human, and so you know that's I guess that's thing that came to mind as you were talking about that. Absolutely true. I think the risk in health information technology marketing is to be overly dazzled by the tech itself. And I said this at the outset and I'll repeat it is that it is not about the technology. Healthcare, there's probably not a subject that is more personal and that is more human than an individual's health. And just because we happen to be dealing with the, the technology you know, component of that does not make the end goal any different. It is about uh, how are we supporting that individual's best quality of life through the delivery of healthcare. And that goes for 
regard, again, regardless of what the medium happens to be, social is certainly a, a significant player in that. But you're absolutely right. It's, it is how do you humanize what you are doing technologically to make that understandable to whomever that customer, whoever that audience happens to be. And that's really the key to the kingdom, right? But that's the, the key to differentiation. If, you do, if you're not Epic or Cerner or Optum, then, uh, you know, one of those big, massive players, then you really need to be able to do that by delivering on the quality of the relationships that you are building with your market and with your customers and, and uh, with the people who you are engaged with. Well, that, that's the perfect way to wrap up the rap battle then is just kind of leave it right there and let people think about that. So great point there. Uh, at the end of the rap battle, we usually just say, hey, we killed it because, yeah, you know, that assumption, I think uh, people are going to be thinking about it again, a little bit more about branding. So awesome. We're just going to move into our next little segment of awesomeness, which is shout out. Shout out. Shout out to where we just recognize things that have been rocking our world in a good way. You know, things that have been catching our eyes or just making us think a little differently. It could be a person, place, thing, food. It could be anything. <laughs> and usually I realizing that I'm probably not the, the most courteous host sometimes. I usually go first and I, I think I ought to like let the guests go first more often. So, so Brian, I don't know if you wanted to, if you had a shout out in mind that you wanted to throw out there. You know, once again, sort of my whole world right now is absorbed in prepping for, for hymns next week this just massive gathering of professionals, uh, health IT professionals going to Orlando. And in the midst of that 45,000 people, and it's really easy to kind of feel lost and overwhelmed or, or dazzled by the technology. All of those people, the crazy hectic schedule, basically my week a year of no sleep, all of those things. And so the, my shout out is for what I call my, my the Hitmic tribe, what I call my tribe, the health IT marketing communications group of people, a, a group of which you are you are a, a member. And so we we have a lot of the same common friends. And as a matter of fact, I think the very first time we met was probably at, at uh, one of those conferences years ago. It, this is a community of professionals in my mind that it exemplifies all that we have been talking about today. They are, uh, they are a human group of people. They are very giving providing great collaboration, great resources, uh, great sounding boards, great content. And in, a, and in an environment like HIMSS, the HITMIC community for me acts as an important point of human connection in the, in the midst of this sort of overwhelming fire hose of people and media and technology and all of that stuff. And it, you know, it just kind of makes me think of that I go back again to my Boston roots, but it's that it makes me think of the Cheers theme. You know, sometimes you just want to go where everybody knows your name. And in the midst of these 45,000 people next week, there's this core group of folks, two or 300 people who I know pretty well, who we have developed in-person relationships with over the years, but fundamentally started through social media and started building that community through social media. And these folks sort of help keep you grounded and help keep you focused. and. Uh, and give you a sense of uh, place and community in the midst of that larger experience. So shout out to Hitmic, to the Hitmic tribe. I'm there, man. I, I will second that and uh, really love, uh, I love the community. I love the, the thought and how different it is 
uh, in many good ways and how innovative it, uh, how innovative it is. So yeah, props to the Hitman community for sure. My shout out's real quick and it's, it's not nearly as impactful as that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little silly in fact, uh, but it's a, it's a new app that I was introduced to called Diddy, uh, D-I-T-T-Y. And Diddy is a, it's a real simple app. It will uh, sing your texts to you. And <laughs> so if you want to do a quick little, like you, you, can, you can also pick a photo or video from your phone and you put the words in there and it's magical. It will create it, turn it into a song. And it's just the, it's the silliest little thing. Sometimes it's the best thing at the end of the day. It's a great way to communicate with my kids now, apparently, you know, is uh, sending these back and forth to each other. So Diddy is, is the app. And uh, I was introduced to that a couple weeks ago and is provided uh, more than its share of, of laughs and giggles in our home. So I'll just leave. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> you may well uh, end up being, uh, using that during hymns and, and uh, you know, the aftermath. Uh, it might be a nice little stress release, uh, stress relief. One way or the other, maybe. Best release, who knows, who knows. One way or the other, Brian, uh, man, great, great chatting with you. I just, it's been fun to connect over the years and I'm uh, really glad to have you on the program today. For those listeners who want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Well, you can find me at Great Lakes Health Connect. And so that's www.gl-hc.org. And you can also track me down on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at E-F Mac M-A-C-K and I'm also the man behind the curtain for uh, Great Lakes Health Connect on Twitter uh, which is G-L-H-C underscore H-I-E on Twitter so hit me up there definitely guys uh, hit him up it's, it's great to connect with him for those of you who are listening for the first time hope you enjoyed this hope you, if you got something out of it if you liked it then definitely subscribe we're here every week uh, we're bringing in as you can see just top notch guests every week we're talking about healthcare marketing and technology and hit us up there if you haven't had a chance to leave a review on iTunes we'd love that as well but yeah tell your friends tell your family tell everyone you know we love this thing uh, we, we hope you engage and enjoy this program just as much and so on behalf of Brian and Peter and myself. Thanks. And that's a wrap.